Hey, it's Marley from The Energy Boutique with your energy and ascension forecast for Sunday, December 4th to Saturday, December 10th. So last week, we wrapped up November. We did a deep dive into December. There was a little bit of a wonky energy there, mostly because we have that first quarter moon in Pisces. Late, late in the final hours of November, that bridged the gap for us to walk into December on. Of course, the first quarter moon is always a time of action, a time of crisis, if you will. We have a full circle set of consciousness, really realizing where it is that we are wrapping things up in order to take a step forward in a brand new path. That Pisces energy, of course, is a water energy, the last sign of the zodiac. So it does kind of feel like we do a deep dive into our inner realm. And maybe there you found some shadow work. Maybe there you found the darkness of the void, or maybe you found a brand new renewal in your faith, in your dreams, in the connection with your higher self. Regardless, it was a very deep, very probing type of energy brought up all kinds of mixed feelings. Of course, we were coming out of some very unique and energetic blasts, if you will, uh, where the mental plane was concerned, definitely struggling with our thoughts, completing a thought, if you will, having rapid thoughts come in and really kind of frustrated that we can go from zero to 60 and back again in less than 60 seconds. You can thank that Sag energy for that. So there was a lot of heightened I'm going to say emotions, a lot of surges of excitement, anticipation, anger, or rage, depending on what spectrum of the vibration and frequency you're currently tapping into. And of course, diving into December, we jumped into a brand new energy. It was quite a roller coaster ride of emotion for that very first day of December. If you have not listened to the December energy forecast that I put out there for all y'all's listening pleasure to stay ahead of the game, I'm going to recommend you do that. If you have not downloaded your Zodiac forecast, I'm going to recommend you do that as well. Of course, you can find the individual signs, the individual Zodiac forecasts on my website, or you can become a Patreon member and access all 12. It is imperative that you stay ahead of the game, that you invest in yourself, that you do the work in order for you to ride these energetic waves as gracefully as possible. And of course, we have Neptune going direct here on the third. So if you're listening to me in the live chat late Friday evening, date night, if you will, then we are on the cusp of just waiting for Neptune to go direct, which it will do very early on here tomorrow on Saturday. So with Neptune going direct, of course, this is another trigger and act another activation to push us forward to reconnect us with our soul self. We're coming out of the trenches, so to speak. Neptune has been retrograde for quite some time, literally just slaps the rose colored glasses off of us. We have some deep dark spiritual lessons for us to learn. We cannot run, we cannot hide, but we survived and we are moving forward. And that is definitely going to be a nice added touch of energy as we move into next week. So what do we got to look forward to? Well, Neptune going direct is going to kind of add a little bit more intensity to this want, this need, this desire for us to push forward, for us to start again, for us to cut the cords with the past, for us to be done with the emotional quote unquote torture of having to learn some of these life lessons. And it carries us into a jam packed week full of energies. We have Mercury leaving Sagittarius energy to move into Capricorn energy on the 6th. Of course, if you listen to the December energy forecast, you would know all of this and have a preview on what this particular energy is. But basically, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty Capricorn energy brings us back down to earth. We are going to try to create order out of a lot of chaotic thoughts and emotions and situations. We are going to be focused on cutting away the bullshit, really getting honed in, zoned in on what it is that we need to do as far as wrapping up the loose ends of the past, cleaning the slate for the here and now, and of course, getting very focused on what it is that we need to build and manifest moving forward into our future. That Capricorn energy, again, the manifester of the Zodiac 
Zodiac, the general contractor of the Zodiac, if you will. We are taking a good look at the job site, at the plans. We are chalking things up to see where it is that we're at on our timeline. We are kind of doing a re-evaluation of where it is that we're at and where it is that we desire to be, making, of course, some edits along the way. This week, we also have our very last full moon of 2022. This is going to be a full moon in Gemini. So my Gemini, Sagittarius friends, this one's coming at you hot and heavy. Of course, it's going to affect all of us, especially the mutable signs the most. But this is an opportunity for us to definitely release, surrender, let go of all of the crap that we have been storing in our head, biting our tongue upon, holding in our heart space that, you know what, we've been trying to just keep to ourselves for the course of 2022. Now, of course, there will be a moon guide released probably Monday to help you navigate these particular energies. There will be a full astro forecast, the rundown on what this full moon in Gemini is all about. But let me just tell you, it's taking place at 16 degrees. And what's happening at 16 degrees? That's right. We meet up with Mars. Mars is retrograde in Gemini energy. And let me just tell you that this is setting the stage for a boiling point. Our inner volcanoes are about to explode. We are not going to be able to bite our tongues, hold back, repress any of that resentment, that anger, that frustration, that agitation, that truth that we have really been trying to keep to ourselves. Now, one would say, well, this isn't a very good time to lose our shit and to make a mess and to have, you know, confrontations when we're supposed to be in a happy, merry season. Well, one would debate that. I think that it is setting up the perfect stage, the perfect platform for us to get all of these negative, not so nice, heavily weighted energies out of our physical body, because sometimes you need to make a mess in order to recognize what needs to be cleaned up. And sometimes we need to clear the air. Sometimes we need to get our truth straight, our words right, our conversations in alignment in order for us to see where it is that we are going moving forward, where it is that there is people meeting us halfway in order to reconcile, to heal certain topics, certain themes as we enter into a brand new year. So the full moon in Gemini is going to just blow the freaking lids right off of our crown. Of course, Gemini rules over the mental plane and our, I'm going to say verbal vomit is going to be spewing. Of course, we're still in Sag season, so we have no filter. We're very blunt, very direct, very straightforward and to the point. And Gemini, of course, being all about information and details and communicating and expressing ourselves, we're going to have a lot to say. So prepare yourself because you're going to have to kind of unleash a lot of that inner truth that you've been holding to yourself and prepare yourself because you're about to receive a lot of information, a lot of details, a lot of truth coming from the outside world. We also have Venus, the goddess of love and beauty and worth and pleasure and money moving out of this Sag energy and moving into Capricorn energy. Now, uh, this one, this one is going to be interesting. Why? Because Sag energy is fiery. It's big. It's positive. It's optimistic. Venus has been just trying to have some fun and bring some playful energy back to this realm. But that is pretty much over when we move into Capricorn energy. I hate to call Capricorn energy as the Debbie Downer, the negative Nancy of the Zodiac. However, we do need one of the signs to put us in a serious, somber type of perspective in order for us to get down to the nitty gritty for us to figure out what it is that we're doing with ourselves. And of course, this is a flashback to this time last year when Venus entered into Capricorn energy, preparing to go retrograde, doing a dance with the devil with Pluto himself. We ushered ourselves into 2022, digging ourselves out of a very dark hole of self-esteem, of lack of self-confidence. We were really rebuilding ourselves, getting our heads right on what it is that was actually important. Of course, the great awakening that we all entered into back in 2020 has been very, very enlightening, illuminating, if you will. There's been a deep, dark purge of all of the falsehoods that our egoic avatar has created. 
and Venus moving into Capricorn energy. She is like the boss bitch businesswoman. We are not messing around. We do not have time to F around. We do not have the energy to even entertain people that are not worthy of our time, of our attention, of our love. We are getting down to the nitty gritty on what it is that we have to reorganize and restructure. Keep in mind, we just came out of eclipse season where basically the divine universe gave us a little bit of a shake up, a wake up. We are essentially living in a snow globe and that shake up, that wake, that wake up finally is just settling. We just cleared this eclipse energy. We're in the Sag energy, trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We seen the light. We jumped all up in the light. We bit off all the pieces of the light that we could chew. We were dreaming a bigger dream in the light. We were looking at people for who it is that they are and not for who it is that we desired them to be in a brand new light, looking at ourselves from a different light. And of course, now we are going to dive into this Capricorn energy. We're going to take that light. We're going to refine it, right? Sometimes when you shine a bright light on things, you only see the surface level of it. We have to look behind it. There are different angles, right? So now this Capricorn energy that Venus is walking into, we are going to see a total restructuring, total reorganization of what it is that's important to us, what it is that makes us happy, what it is that brings us joy, who we want to be a part of that, who's contributing to that, who's sucking the life out of us, who needs to go, who needs to stay, what are we doing? This is like taking stock doing an inventory before we jump into a brand new year. And yes, I know that we talk very often about how the calendar is very misleading about the fact that technically speaking, our astrological new year doesn't start until Aries season. So technically speaking, we are only entering into the last quarter of this particular calendar, which is about endings. It's about going within oneself, resting, rejuvenating, recalibrating, realigning, doing the inventory in order to see who's going to stay, who's going to go, what is going to stay, what is going to go, what it is that we have to cut off, what it is that we have to move forward in pursuit of. So there is an overlap there, but let me just remind you that the general majority of the collective believe that when we hit January 1st, that there is a brand new year, that there is a clean slate, that there is a, clean, a, a brand new energy to work with. And what the collective focus on is what is real, is what's true. That's why we're going through this great awakening process. That's why you have all of these fear mongers out there trying to suck your attention, your energy in it, because what the collective focused on is what we manifest. You know, everybody seems to talk about, oh, there's, you know, people out there controlling us and running the simulation and running the matrix. We run the simulation. Our consciousness runs the simulation. That's why it's important to visualize on the kind of earth, the new earth that we all want to be living on. Because when the collective focuses in on one thing and we all share the same focus, the same energy, the same vibration, that's what we create. That's why you get all these storylines these just nonsense storylines out in the collective, creating fear, creating anger, right? Because the, you know, the evildoers, the dark force agenda, the darker level of consciousness, they don't want us to create a new world of peace and love and unity and oneness. They don't want that. So there's all of these, let's call it plants that you know, run away with a negative fear based, angry type of storyline to see how much attention that they can get. Keep in mind, your attention is your energetic currency. That is your consciousness. And like I said, we have to be very careful with what it is that we are focused on, because that is what the collective is manifesting. Anywho, I digress. Venus moving into Capricorn, especially at this time, is giving us an opportunity to sort out the good from the bad, what is worthy, who is worthy of our time, our attention, our love, our energy in moving forward, all in preparation for Capricorn season, which of course ushers in the solstice energy. And the solstice energy means that we are essentially building up to a, another ending, another beginning, another quote unquote breaking point, which we will talk about here in a second. 
weekend. So that's kind of the astrological energetic rundown of things. Uh, before I jump into the Ascension symptoms, just want to take a second and thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for liking, for subscribing, for commenting, for sharing. Thank you for jumping over to Patreon and supporting the cause over there. Thank you for your donations. Thank you for your love. Um, a special shout out because I, I know you're if if you're in the world, you've probably seen that we're at the point in the calendar where Spotify does it's wrapped up and gives you all kinds of statistics and data on what it is that you listen to and who it is that you listen to and the numbers and the time and all of this stuff. I'm going to be honest, I'm not on Spotify as a consumer. I'm on Spotify as a creator. Uh, I actually don't give enough love, time, attention to Spotify. Um, I didn't even know my numbers, to be honest with you, but you know, Spotify sends you this little breakdown of what you did in 2022. And I had to say, I was, I was very impressed with the numbers, had no idea that I had so many listeners over on Spotify. I want to thank you for that. I had like 14,000 streams, which is amazing. That is just just obscene to me to even think that that many people actually care about what I have to say in the world. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I guess, you know, maybe I'm going to have to change up my perspective on, you know, who's actually listening here. I guess maybe my focus has become a little bit too focused on YouTube, which honest to God, literally hates me. I can't even tell you how low my numbers are, how the algorithm just absolutely hates to put my content in front of people who actually say, hey, I want to listen to her. Yeah, they don't care. They don't want you to listen to me. And it's very disappointing because I, I feel like this is, you know, the heart and soul of where the community kind of got its grounding point off of. Um, and I and I usually talk in these forecasts as if I'm only speaking to my YouTube community and to my Spotify community. I really apologize about that. I have a whole iTunes community that I don't even know nothing about. Everything on my website is just automatic. So when I upload all of this stuff, it just kind of disperses to where it is that, you know, it needs to go. And I don't even think about it. And I guess most of the reason of why I don't pay too much attention to Spotify is because I don't really make money there. And I know that sounds kind of horrible, but you know, I, I gotta, I gotta pay my bills and we can't do that with likes. And, uh, I just, I haven't really even taken a look at Spotify and how to make money over there. So I apologize to my Spotify listeners, but I greatly appreciate you. Cannot believe the numbers that you all have put out in the world for me, seeing y'all tag me in the posts and, you know, on Instagram and stuff of where I showed up on your, your list of podcasters just made my heart so freaking warm. I can't even tell you. So I just wanted to take a moment and kind of, you know, shout you guys out. Thank you so much for the love for the support. May have to rearrange the kind of content that I even offer on Spotify because y'all don't even get my my energy forecast for the month or my astro forecast or any bonus content at all. You only just straight up get the daily energy forecasts. And for all of y'all just to be, you know, streaming 14,000 streams a year, that's, that's considerable amount for me to not pay any attention to. So might have to switch things up moving into the new year. One thing I wanted to talk about as far as the new year goes, I'm working on a new little project that I think is going to be helpful. But I thought to myself, you know what, Mar, before you spend all of your time and your energy creating something new to help the people, maybe we should ask the people if that's something that they want. So many of you may be familiar with my moon guides. I want to thank you so much. If you are a moon guide subscriber, constantly downloading the moon guides, you have a, a final full moon guide coming at you here this week, probably dropping on Monday. So thank you so much for that. Um, but a lot of people have said that the moon guides have been super helpful, super pivotal in their shadow work, in understanding the energies, in understanding how the, the moon energies themselves, the cycles, the manifesting cycles um, actually impact their lives. And I got to be honest, I can't stand writing these moon guides. 
Um, it feels very repetitive. I've been doing it for a long time now. And I know that there's new people awakening every single day. And I know that there's, you know, new people opening up their eyes to astrology every day. So it seems exciting. And it seems something, you know, you know, good for them. Uh, but I absolutely dread writing these things, because I just like I said, I feel like it's the same thing over and over. I hate being repetitive. So what I was considering is maybe expanding on that idea and doing whole like like workbooks for like the month. So for example, you know, if you listen to the December energy forecast, you would know that there are X amount of astro astro events that we have coming at us. And I was thinking like, you know, why not blend the the energy calendars that I already have out there for download and add in, you know, the moon cycles that I have for my moon guide subscribers and throw in a little bit of information on what all of these energy shifts mean and provide, you know, a little bit of a bullet journal, if you will, for you to capture your thoughts and the topics and themes that come up for you and give you a little bit more of a navigation tool as we move through the months and the seasons and the zodiac seasons themselves and, you know, the greater grander kind of scheme here. And I know that it probably sounds like a lot of work, but I learned from last year. I, I did launch last year a um, energetic calendar for the astro forecast, and I sold it in its entirety. And I did break it down to month to month downloads as well. Um, it was super successful, but I also felt that it lacked a lot of luster if you will. And um, sitting here trying to, you know, get everything ready to launch for the new year, and kind of short on time this month, just because I have a pretty big move ahead of me as well. And trying to kind of see what is worthy of my time, energy and efforts and what could help people the most. And I'm just sitting here saying, you know what, most of the people that downloaded that 2022 energetic calendar in its wholeness and its entirety, they for forgot all about it. By the time that January was over, many people probably didn't even look at that energy calendar that they downloaded, I'm going to say even three months into the year, I had a lot more success with people kind of jumping online, becoming interested in learning about this stuff and downloading the energy calendars on a month to month basis, which of course, is great, except it's a little bit more expensive for y'all, which I know, you know, money's tight, times are tough, I get that I'm trying to make my services and my offerings as affordable as possible, it does require a little bit of investment within yourself in order to spend the money, I find that when you put free content out there, people really don't care about it. You know, if you spend the money on something, you are going to pay attention to it because you've already made that monetary investment, no matter how big or small that may be. So I'm kind of pondering, maybe I should switch, switch things up. Maybe I should kind of amalgamate all the different resources that I've been, you know, kind of doing individually into monthly guides for y'all. So I want you to drop me a comment. I want you to let me know how y'all feel about that. Is that something you're interested in? Is it something you want to kind of dive into? Is it something that, you know, I should spend the time, energy and effort in creating, you know, I am definitely still going to create what it is that I've been creating as monotonous as it may be to me, because I know that everybody's at a different place of their journey. But I'm just thinking like, you know, maybe condense it into a month to month thing, because the truth of the matter is, is that when you awaken, some people are super excited about it. They jump on this train, they want to learn, they want to just absorb as much information, then they get burnt out three months into their journey, and then they don't want to have anything to do with it. They do come crawling back a couple of months later when their life goes to shit, and they're wondering why, and they need answers. And I always say, well, if you had to stuck it out and kind of had the discipline and determination in order to see it through, you wouldn't have been so shocked about the events that just seemingly came out of nowhere, even though it was divinely scripted. And I could have told you at the beginning of the year that this was going to happen to you. People come, people go, right? Some people are so freaking active in this community, commenting on everything, and then they drop off the face of the earth. And I don't hear from them for months and months and months. What I do know is that people usually always come back because they recognize that I'm going to say ignorance, although maybe blissful, is something that you cannot obtain once you've been awakened. Once you have the magic glasses on and you see life for what it is and not for the way that the matrix designer 
created and wanted you to constantly perceive it as, you can't unknow this stuff. And once you awaken, you can't bury your head in the sand. And once you know things, you can't unknow them. And there is a point in everybody's path where you're just like, you know what, I want to go back to normal. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to know this stuff. I don't want to, you know, constantly see the subliminal messages and everything that we do. I don't want to constantly see the connections of, I'm going to say the rabbit holes, the, the quote unquote conspiracy theories. A lot of this knowledge, a lot of this information that's coming out on the collective right now isn't new. People say all the time, oh my goodness, the world, you know, it's just getting worse. It's getting worse. No, it's not. The world is not getting worse, people. The world has always been like this. Your, your awareness, your enlightenment is at a different level of observation. And the more you stand in the light, the more darker you have to see. You can't have darkness without the light. You can't have light without the darkness. Things aren't getting worse. Things are getting revealed. Okay. The truth is coming out. My goodness. Whenever anybody says to me, oh, it just seems like the world is getting worse. Things are getting worse. I just shake my head and I'm like, what? You would rather lie, like live in lies and delusions? I just don't understand that, right? Like I've been awake for a long time. I, I've been, you know, one of those people who've been waiting for everybody else to wake up because I've literally been the weirdo just over here talking about energy and ascension and cycles and you know, the NWO and pandemics and everything else. Yeah, I've had my tinfoil hat on for quite some time. Been proud of it too. Haven't scoured away. Do not care. Do not care what people think about me. It's a great place to be in. But I just don't understand the concept when somebody says to me, oh my goodness, the world is getting so much darker. It's not. We're winning the war. The dark agenda is on their last leg. Why do you think they're trying so hard to grasp their power and control? The awakening is here, my friends. New Earth is here. We are doing it. It's been getting done. This isn't a time to just sit back and discuss. This is a time to push forward, to lean the F all the way in to all the ugliness that's coming to the surface. Because guess what? You were living in a life, in a world where all of that darkness was alive and well. And guess what? You just had no clue. So, you know, people say ignorance is bliss. People who awaken say, I wish I could just go back to sleep and just wake up and be normal. Really? I don't know about that. I'd be some sad as a light worker to know that I, you know, pretty much fought for a lottery ticket in order to get a placement here on this earth to witness one of the greatest shifts in consciousness in human history and then get back on the other side and, and just know that I failed to launch. I failed to woke up. I, I, I chose ignorance right? Like, wow, what a waste of a life. What a disappointing time that would have been. Your soul contract would have just been littered with just negative karma, if that's what you're choosing for yourself. So I just encourage everybody just to understand that things aren't getting worse, they're getting better. The desperation, the ugliness that we see in the world, it was always there. You're just awakened to it now. And because you're awakened, because you're connected to everything and everyone on earth, you're feeling the darkness, the, the shadow that much more. That's why, you know, some, some awakened people, they, they reach a breaking point, which we are going to talk about here in a second. I, I did go on another rant and I do apologize for that, but you know that I always bring things full circle. So we will come back to it in just a sec. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that it seems like there is more want, need, and desire for information, for guidance, for assistance now more than ever. Even those that have been awake for quite some time, they just need a little bit of validation and reassurance that guess what, this isn't a lost cause, that we're still working towards something. And if that means that I could help in that process by creating these monthly guides, kind of integrating you know, the energetic calendars, the moon guides, the manifesting stages, what each of these astral events mean, where it is that we're at in the collective ascension, where it is that we're at in, you know, the seasons and the cycles and all this kind of stuff. Like, would that help? I'm asking, I'm putting it out there. Would that help? Because if it does help, then I'll get my ass, you know, down to down to earth here. Capricorn energy is going to help us focus in on that instead of being so freaking scatterbrained and the Sag energy just feeling like your head's going to explode because you can't even find out what windows are open in your head and which ones have music and which ones are just making these awful sounds, right? Can't concentrate on anything. That's Sag energy for you. Um, but you know what? We're going to put the nose to the grindstone here when we move in this Capricorn energy and we're going to get shit done. So if this is what needs to be on my to-do to list to help the collective, then let me know and I 
I will do it. Okay, so the last thing that I want to bring to your attention is that my booking calendar is alive and well for the public. I gave my Patreon members the first week to kind of scoop up those appointments. I think I'm booking into February at this time. I only made appointments available up until April because I am not about to weigh myself down uh, for 2023. I, I figured I would break it up in three months sections and see how I feel about it. Um, I know that I want to be of assistance and, you know, make myself a little bit more available to help people by booking one-on-one -on -one sessions. But at the same time, it's really not my passion. It's not really what I want to be doing. It's a job. It's a contract. It's an obligation that I have that I made in order to come back here after my quote unquote near death experience. If you want to learn more about my near death experience and what that was all about, jump over to my Patreon. That's all my private podcast for my Patreon members. There's going to be more content coming out there especially as we move into the new year, I got a huge list of things that I want to do that I want to create. But that booking calendar is wide open now my newsletter subscribers and my energy guide subscribers, they got first dibs on those appointments as well. And now I'm, I'm opening up that booking calendar for everyone else. And let's see what the first couple of months of 2023 are going to look like for me with all of you beautiful people jumping on the bandwagon and reserving a booking spot. I want to thank you so much for those that have already taken advantage of booking a session with me. It is super, super, I'm going to say, um, heartwarming to see how many people are excited to do the work, right? You always hear me talking about doing the work. Well, this is where the work starts is doing, you know, one-on-one -on -one sessions and really getting deep down into your chart and what your year is kind of laying out for you and the energy, the cycles that you're in and the life path that you're on. You know, you got to start somewhere and taking a look at your chart is the first step. Just so that you're aware, astrology, your birth chart, which of course is astrology, but astrology is the cheat codes to the matrix that we're in. Like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, right? There's cheat codes and you could like literally just do a, a whole different game if you knew the cheat codes, not just Grand Theft Auto, but like, you know, video games in general, there was always cheat codes. Well, astrology, numerology is the cheat codes to this world, to this realm. That's why it's so freaking important. That's where you, you know, when people say, well, where should I start? Well, you should start with understanding who it is that you are. Well, how do I do that? Well, you look at your birth chart, you examine your birth chart, you figure out why it is that you think and act and perceive things the way that you do. And you learn about your life mission and you learn about your contracts and that's where you start. And then numerology is a, you know, like the cherry on the, on the cupcake there, um, because it just adds another layer of revealing what it is that you're here to do. And so to, I call it soul mapping. There are so many tools and resources out there. You know, you got to map your soul. You got to understand what it is that you're here to do. You got to understand yourself. You got to stand in your power and then you can conquer the game. So I'm super excited to see all of the people that are, you know, investing in themselves and uh, booking sessions and starting to do the work. It's super exciting because that's what I'm here to do. I am here to act as a catalyst to get the fire within your heart space ignited once again to push you in your power so that you are going to evolve your soul to its highest and fullest potential here in this earth plane. Why? Because guess what? You're going to have to come back and do all of this again. It is good to accomplish as much as you can accomplish here in this life, because guess what? Reincarnation is a thing. You're going to have to come back here and it would be advisable to do as much good for your contracts as you possibly can in one lifetime so that you can minimize the time that you have to come back here. People don't understand. This is a school, right? We're here to learn. Do you want to keep failing and ending up in summer school? Do you want to keep returning your old ass with a bunch of newbies, right? We got to get this right. We got to do the work here. We have to get ourselves graduated from this earth school so that we can move on and do other things where it is that our time, energy, our soul's evolution is needed back in our home source planet. This is not home. If you do not feel like you've ever been at home here, there's a reason for that. This ain't home. This is school. This is a boarding school. All right. Let, let us get the work done. Let us ace our projects. 
let us, you know, make the dean's list and let us throw our graduation hats up in the air and peace the F out. Okay, that's where we're at. So anyways, all right, let's jump into some ascension symptoms for the week. First of all, let's talk about this uh, breaking point, if you will. Now, one would say, well, we just went through Scorpio season and that seemed like a breaking point. That was about death and endings and damage and destruction. And a lot of people lost a lot of people. A lot of people lost a lot of things, lost their minds, lost a sense of self. That was absolutely divinely scripted in order for us to evolve. So yeah, that was an ending point. That was a breaking point. And some may say, well, we just had we just kind of ended eclipse season. Like, wasn't that the end of the breaking point? Well, sure. But you have to keep in mind that there's multiple cycles and systems going on all the time. It's a cyclic nature here. There's revolving parts and wheels and doors, and sometimes they overlap and sometimes they don't. But what I will say to you is we're approaching the solstice. We're approaching the solstice when the sun moves into Capricorn energy, which by the way, is a very tough time for us to move into. The minute the the reason why Scorpio season is as tough as it is is because that is the first uh, energy, let's say, that our physical human egoic avatars start dabbling in the ethereal astral energetic realms. Okay, and then when we enter into like Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces energy. That is all like karmic in nature, collective energies, metaphysical in realms. It is everything outside of this physical earth plane. And that's why things get very difficult around this particular time. Now, Sag season, I will say, sets us up for a little bit of disappointment. Sag energy is so freaking positive, so freaking powerful, so freaking hot, right? It's optimistic. It's confident. It wants you just to be reborn. And we are when we come out of Scorpio season, we are reborn. And we're reborn in a new version of ourselves and a new reality for ourselves and a new truth and a new quest and a new mission and a new purpose. We gain a lot of insight. We are more philosophical, religious, spiritual, mind-like in nature. And it sets us up in disappointment because we fly high in the Sag energy. And then we come kind of splatting down on Earth in Capricorn energy. Now, Capricorn energy gets a bad rap. It does. I'm Scorpio. I'm used to getting a bad rap. Capricorn energy gets a bad rap. Why? Because it's low. It's slow. It is, I'm going to say, a little bit detached from emotion. It is it, the, the, the freaking ruler of Capricorn is Saturn. Okay. Saturn is, I'm going to say, Father Time. He rules over karma. He literally is the governing energy that has created the matrix here on this earth plane. He is about restrictions. He is about confines. He is about setting up a system of hardship in order for us to truly move through the tough love life spiritual lessons get beat down and still have a resiliency to align with our heart space that is what Saturn's whole mission is so to be ruled over by I'm going to say the governing energy planet mythology godlike energy of Saturn slash Satan because technically it is the lower vibrational frequencies that tries to keep us down out of the state of enlightenment. Um, That is no easy task. That's why we get a little bit of a negative Nancy attitude in Capricorn energy, because we're down, we're depressed. uh, We're sad. Why? Because those are the lower vibrations and frequencies that keep us connected here in this earth plane. It is an earth energy. Saturn wants to keep us in this karmic I'm going to say hellhole looping in and out of reincarnation. Why? Because other beings get to uh, basically be alive and well because of the energetic force that we put out here on this earth plane. It's a whole big thing. It's a whole system. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then please stick around. I'm going to have to somehow come up with a clever way on being able to organize my thoughts and share this kind of knowledge because I just, I I don't understand why people 
don't understand this, but anyways, I digress. Um, Capricorn energy is low and slow for a reason. It is serious and somber for a reason. It is karmically weighted, heavily, heavily weighted by roles, by responsibilities, by obligations, by commitments, by karma, by the matrix, by restrictions, by obstacles, by challenges. That's what it is all about. And again, I made a comment, I think last week about Christmas, and I had some of my, I'm going to say, newly freed Christians uh, be grateful for the information, but also say, take it easy on us. And let me just say that we have, quote unquote, Christmas in Capricorn season for a reason. It is not a good holiday. It is not happy. It is a sacrificial day. It is an energy harvesting day. It is a day that they have duped us into being merry and bright because that is the highest energetic frequency that humans are capable of, of creating. And then, of course, the darker force energy siphon off that energy for their own pleasure. So, you know, there is a whole thing around Christmas I'm going to drop some keywords for you to do your own research if you would like. Uh, let's start with Ball, B-A-A-L. If you're paying attention to the collective uh, storylines right now, Balenciaga is in the news for a reason. Balenciaga, if you break that down, uh, stands for Ball is King. There's a reason for that. Ball was a quote-unquote god that the specifically Canaanites used to sacrifice their children to. There's a reason why Christmas is nine months after Easter, right? Easter is the birth of this lovely orgy that we got kind of fooled into thinking was Easter. And, you know, there was a reason why there was a whole bunch of celebratory energies and orgy types of situations in order to get everybody pregnated so that they had a child to give ball at Christmas time. Again, it's a very disturbing story. Uh, for those of you that are, you know, diehard uh, Christians that still think that baby Jesus was born into a manger. I really don't even know where to start with y'all. I feel bad that, you know, everybody got duped in the way that they did. Um, Jesus is a consciousness. It's Christ consciousness. He died on the cross, which is the solstice. There is a reason that why at the solstice there is, I'm going to say, darkness um, until the star rises again, which is Christmas. I, I get a lot of stress trying to talk about this stuff because the algorithm absolutely kicks my ass and I'm not able to actually speak on it and about it in an organized fashion in the way that it, this types of concept should be, con, it should be explained. I'm going to get all kinds of people coming at me thinking that I'm against Jesus and I'm against God and that I'm not a Christian. That is not the case. Let me remind you that religion is a man-made concept. We are all the same. We are here to evolve our consciousness. The quote unquote religion has personified Algo, basically Algorory. I didn't say that word right. Algorory. No, not even going to try it. Um, has personified a mystical story of our human involvement and consciousness. So when you're talking about like actual people in the Bible, those aren't people. It's a personification of the energy that is needed to understand the creation story. So I don't care what religion you come from. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care what you celebrate. Everything has been tainted. Everything has been misconstrued. There is a truth that is emerging super slow at this particular point, but there is a reason why Christmas is celebrated in Capricorn season where Saturn slash Satan, the creator of this matrix realm is the ruler Let's, let's just, let's, let's just try to end it there. Okay. Before I get shut down. Anywho, um, what I'm getting at is, is that there is a breaking point. There is an ending point. We will see a lot of people, typically speaking, even when you, okay, side note, 
when I had my near death experience, which wasn't so near because I was dead for four minutes, when I kind of awoken to this new reality, I was actually going to be like, I, I speak to dead people, tired of it. I'm speaking to, I'm tired of speaking to living people. I'm even tired of speaking to dead people. So, um, at first I was actually looking into not becoming like a funeral director, but like, uh, I'm going to say a grief counselor in the way that would help me to be able to speak to the dead loved ones and help the living loved ones go through the process of grief and of funeral arrangements and what have you. So in my business prep, I actually had to learn about, you know, the death numbers and coming into December from December to February is the highest amount of death, you know, natural accident, doesn't matter. We lose the general population in death numbers between December to February, excuse me. So we are about to enter into a time where there's going to be a lot of people dying. And there's already been a lot of people dying because of the experimental drug that got unleashed a couple years ago. There will be more of that. But what I'm saying is, is that with the levels of, I'm going to say, solar flares coming off the sun with the amount of pressure on our planet now to evolve, to go through this ascension process, the physical body, if it's not taken care of properly, is going to run into some problems and be damaged and deteriorate. And you're going to see that through more organ failure, through more people getting cancer, through more people just, you know, simply dropping dead. That's why it's important to abandon the, I'm going to say, um, normalized diet out there. If you're still eating white sugar, white bread, white flours, white pasta, white, all that kind of stuff, you're just asking for trouble. Okay. You need to cleanse the body. It needs to be based off of life force energy foods. Um, and again, we talk about this regularly. If you're experiencing some very, very hard, tough discomfort, when the Ascension symptoms hit, then that's a good indication that your body ain't clean. The energy channels, they're clogged up with junk. You got to do a little bit better in keeping your vessel clean. And so we're going to see a lot of the physical bodies basically reject these light codes, reject the Ascension process, reject the new information coming in that is trying to awaken people. Now, I think that this is probably a rant for another day because I'm already 45 minutes into it and I don't feel like I've talked about anything, but you know, the whole awoken thing or woke culture, it means so many different things depending on your level of enlightenment. You know, they talk about, oh, being woke to, you know, the government. Okay, well, that's a very low vibrational observation. Uh, to be woke to spiritualism is a very low level observation. To be awakened is to be a player on the board game that we are currently on here on earth, battling it out for our consciousness. Okay. When you are awakened, it is your pursuit of evolving your consciousness. And you're going to say, well, there's a lot of people around me and they're not doing the same things that I'm doing. And they're not going through the same things I, I'm going through. Well, they're probably non-player characters. They probably are not awake and they probably don't even have a soul for Christ's sake. Not every human being here has a soul. Not every human being here is even freaking human. So you have to understand that to be awakened means that your light, your inner light, your Christ consciousness has been turned on and activated. And now it is your job to get that Kundalini energy rising from the base of your butt, right? From your, from your spine. That's where it sits. The serpent energy, right? Again, for my Bible thumpers, go back. If you think that the snake in the garden was a bad dude, you got another thing coming to you. That is consciousness. Okay. He offered quote unquote, Adam and Eve. If you believe in that as people, cause they're not Adam is an actual Adam of science. Eve is the electrical volt that happens when an atom merges with another atom. Anyways, if you want to believe in the Bible stories and you actually think that Adam and Eve was the first quote unquote man, the first quote unquote woman, and that the snake was the evildoer in, in offering up the apple, the apple is wisdom and knowledge. The snake was, I'm going to say Christ consciousness dressed up as the evildoer 
in order to have people fear snakes. How many people fear snakes, right? There's a reason for that. But the Kundalini energy that is based in your body, in your energy channels, once that's been activated, it is your job to clean out those chakras, to clean out your energetic channels and get that Kundalini arising through the 33 vertebrae in your spine that again, Jacob's ladder, for those of you still stuck in personification, allegory, that's the word I was trying to say earlier, allegory. Anyways, um, you got to get that energy coming up through those vertebrae. You got to let it reach, you know, the base of your spine. You got to have it come into your pineal gland, explode it, open it up so that the energies activate the left and the right hemispheres in your brain. It's about balance, my friend. Both of those doors need to be wide open in order for the crown to be activated, in order to receive energetic codes from the higher levels of intelligence out in the cosmos that has essentially created this board game that we are currently on and playing. So yeah, we're coming to a time where there's going to be a lot of death, a lot of endings. People are going to reach their breaking point, especially people who are A, not activated and tainted by the quote unquote experimental drug that got pushed in them. B, you're going to see a lot of people that are awakened that don't have any guidance, don't have any uh, assistance whatsoever, just absolutely lose their mind and lose their shit. Um, and B, like there is a egoic, I'm going to say death, a dark night of the soul that we're entering into in this particular chapter of the calendar, which creates a quote unquote death, a death of old consciousness, a death of old identity, a death of old reality. There is, especially with the solstice energies, right? There's this like cleaning of the slate, cleaning of the board. We get the uh, spring equinox with Aries energy. That is the start of the game. We get a cleaning of the board, removing, you know, non-essential players with the summer solstice and cancer season. We get another reset based off of bringing in, you know, the stats, the, the goals, if you will, with the fall equinox and Libran energy. And then here we are moving into the winter solstice, Capricorn energy, where it is that we're moving into the final leg, the final chapter of this particular chess game, if you will. So again, endings are, are going to be a thing. Oh my goodness, I'm 50 minutes in. I haven't even talked about the physical things here. I'm about to talk real quick. If y'all, I had some comments over the past couple of weeks of like, oh, you were speaking really slow in this ascension forecast or this energy forecast. Thank you so much for speaking slow. I apologize. I cannot speak slow for the life of me. The problem is, is that the energy that I channel needs me to actually speak faster than what it is that my physical mouth can actually handle. Um, I have a lot of energy in me, if you haven't realized that already. And when I open my mouth, it comes out in a very accelerated way, especially when I realize that I'm under a construct such as time. And I really have to push the envelope in order to cover all the information and all the knowledge that I want to provide to you. So 50 minutes in, yep, I'm about to turn the volume and the speed all the way up on my speech so that I can get through my list and provide you with as much insight, as much heads up as I possibly can for the week ahead. So here we go. We have Neptune going direct here on the third, as you may know, I want you to pay attention to the temperature changes in your body. I want you to pay attention to where it is that your hands and your feet are constantly going from hot to cold, probably riding on the cold side of things. Why? Because we are about to go through another energetic upgrade. What does that mean? It means that our souls of our feet, our palms of our hands, they are chakra points. We are reaching new levels through the solar flares, through the CMEs popping off from the sun, which means that there's more energy being pushed through our physical bodies, through the energetic channels that are the meridians of the body. If you want to know more about that, jump over to my Patreon. We are doing some energy medicine work over there, but the palm chakras, the soul chakras, we are going to feel that temperature shift. And again, running on the cold side, I want you to pay attention to the pain in the wrist, the pain in the ankles, especially in the, in the knees. That's where we hold fear. We are about to move into Capricorn energy. Uh, Sag energy currently rules over the top of the thighs. That's why you might be having some spasms, some tremors in the thighs, especially some tension in the hips. 
I want you to pay attention that when we shift out of the Sag energy into this Capricorn energy, we will be feeling a lot of rigidity, a lot of cracking, a lot of snapping in our bones. Capricorn energy rules over structures and structures of our skeletal system is definitely going to be on the radar. Why? Because we are essentially entering into a chapter where we are exhausted. We've been on the battlefield for a very long time. We don't even know that we are aware of the pain of the suffering of the trauma that our physical body has had to take over the course of these spiritual lessons. And we are going to store that energy in our structure, in our bones. We are going to start feeling the pain, the cramps, the tremors in our bones. Speaking of moving into this Capricorn energy, especially when Mercury jumps in first, we are going to be feeling hyper-focused, semi-obsessed on certain topics, certain themes. Our whole objective here is to focus on what needs to be done, our to-do list in order to wrap up the old cycles, in order to clean the slate, in order for us to actually focus on the new. You may realize that time is a little bit wonky. We're in another time warp. Of course, Sag season coming out of this eclipse energy gave us an accelerated manifestation State. We are going to continue to be fast forwarded on this particular journey in this particular adventure until we hit to that solstice energy. When we hit that solstice energy, it may feel like you hit a brick wall. I want to know, drop me a line in the comments. Is time speeding up for you? Is time slowing down? I would say for me, it's doing both. Yesterday, I literally thought it was Sunday. This morning I woke up and I was like, how did Friday happen again? So fast. Like where has the time freaking gone? Where is the time been? Who is messing with the dials is all over the place. What I want you to understand is that when you wake up, like I did yesterday, and I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm getting a cold. Oh my goodness, I think I'm getting a flu. No, my friends, that is ascension symptoms. Take a look over on my Patreon. I post when there are huge spikes being registered on the Schumann Residence. When the Schumann Residence is popping off, we are receiving a huge amount of light codes. There has been a very serious sunspot popping off the sun, giving us a lot of light codes, solar flares, CMEs. It is going to be continuing to just plummet all this energy onto Earth because we have to make up for some very, very freaking lost time. That's why we're in an accelerated manifestation state. We are also in an accelerated ascension state. So somebody would say, okay, so it's if we feel like we have the cold, we feel like we have the flu, but it's not. It's energy. Well, what do we do? Well, you should be taking elderberry. Okay. If you do not have elderberry, oil of oregano, vitamin C, vitamin D, in your cabinet, zinc, magnesium, in your cabinet, echinacea, in your cabinet, collodial silver, in your cabinet, then you, my friends, are unprepared. You have no clue. You have no clue how to manage the body. These are all of the herbal, just a scratch of the surface of the herbal remedies that you should have in your cupboard at all time, anytime, whether it's energetically influenced or not, that you feel that the physical body isn't at its prime, you start taking this stuff, you'll feel amazing. Okay. Woke up today. It was like yesterday didn't even happen. I have no aches, no pains, no sore throat. I have no congestion. I have no runny nose. I am good to go. And that is because I have a tickle trunk, right? A tickle trunk. If you're Canadian, you know where I got that from a tickle trunk of herbal remedies that I'm able to access at any point that my body is sending me a message, whether it's energetically triggered or not, I know how to provide what my body needs and you should be there too. So we have this huge, you know, influx of energy, creating a lot of aches, a lot of pains, a lot of, I'm going to say quivers, tremors, if you will, in our body, especially in our lower extremes where the earth has just kind of upped its vibration and frequency. We are receiving that particular, I'm going to say impulse control through the soles of our feet. That's why our feet are cold. That's why we have cracking and all this stuff going on in our ankles. We're holding hella fear in our knees. So that's why you're going to be feeling that as well. And I just want to say that, uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of, um, organ-like symptoms to get your attention to your organs. Now, reason being, our lymphatic system needs a little bit of attention. If you don't know what your lymphatic system is or where it's at or how to treat it, look it up. Okay, especially the lymphatic system in the throat, around the face, around the ears. If you feel like you're having head congestion, which you will with the full moon in Gemini, 
You will also feel like your throat is on fire because we're about to speak a lot of poison, a lot of venom that we've been holding in. Um, you are going to definitely need to do some lymphatic system massage. Now there's lymphatic system throughout your whole body. It carries the toxins away, but your or other organs, such as your liver, your kidneys, uh, pancreas, gallbladder, all of that has an emotional resonancy with a vibration and frequency that your emotions are currently creating and carrying. Anytime that you need to know what's going on in your inner realm, you need to take a good look at your physical body. It gives you the messages that you need to know on where it is that the energy, the anger, the frustration, the stress, the joy. Yes, I said joy. You can have an overabundance of joy and actually mess up your chakra system, okay? Everything requires balance. We live in a dualistic world. You cannot live in a state of elation all the time and expect to be healthy. That is overriding the system with too much happiness there is such a thing okay i'm keeping it real here you can be too freaking happy because it's unsustainable we are here to experience the highs and the lows you are not bipolar you are not depressed you're a human being on a spiritual journey experiencing the whole full spectrum of emotions that's why you came here that's why you fought so hard in order to get this golden ticket to this freaking earth school and that's why we have to do the work in order to free ourselves we got to get out of here anyways um yeah, so dryness in the throat, sore throat, clogged ears, um, might feel like your ears are popping. I want to talk about the eyes for a second. Might feel like we've had weeks and weeks and weeks of feeling like there's been something stuck in your eyes. There hasn't been anything stuck in your eyes. We've just been adjusting uh, our ability to perceive a different, I'm going to say, section of the light spectrum. And now you're going to be experiencing, I'm going to say, a lazy eye, one eye over the other. It doesn't seem like it can open as well or constantly like you're trying to stretch your eye open. Even more than that, itchy eyes, itchy eyelids. Itchiness is a sign of healing. We are waking up. We are seeing the truth of the matter. We are seeing life for what it is. It's a beautiful thing with Neptune going direct. Now we get to actually put those rose-colored glasses on and start kind of seeing the beauty in life instead of all the ugliness. Thank goodness for that. We definitely need that going for us. Um, you're going to be seeing flashes out of the corner of your eyes you're going to be seeing little glimmers little sparkles I want to I want to just paint you a picture the other not that I have the time to paint a picture here Jesus I'm over 60 minutes but anyways um the other morning it was pretty crispy here pretty cold and everything had froze and it wasn't snowing or anything but everything was so cold that it had a layer of frost on it and when I went out it was like so freaking magical because everything was sparkly and everything was just glimmering and the sun was hitting it so beautifully and of course you crunch crunch down on the earth underneath your feet but the sound that it made through the stillness of of you know the air was just something that actually reminded me of home and when I speak of home it ain't here this is not home this is boarding school remember that. And it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. It was a beautiful sight. And it was those particular moments of beauty that remind us how beautiful life can actually be and how beautiful life actually is. And what I'm going to say to you is that I want you to just take that as a visual or even like dew in the morning when you see the sun uh, kind of, you know, sparkle on the dew. Um, you know, I'm Canadian. It's winter here. We're not seeing dew for a while, but um, you, you get that reflection of light. And this is what I'm what I'm trying to piece together here. I'm having a hard time articulating light. Okay, we are light workers. There is light going through us. This ascension process requires us to embody light. Light is beauty. Light is the light spectrum. And here with our physical eyes, we can only see the spectrum of light in very, very selective circumstances. And there's a lot of beauty in it. It takes your breath away. It's a very, very good reminder of what it is that we are here, what it is that we are created for. We are light. That beauty that you are seeing with your physical eyeballs is the light that you should be seeing within yourself in each and every single person that you encounter because we are all light beings. Anyways, I digress. The, the eyes, we are going through another transformation with the eyes. So if they're itchy, 
take that as a very good sign. Now, there's going to be a whole lot of hunger coming at you, a whole lot of hiccups coming at you. There's a recalibration going on with our solar plexus. Again, you might have some uh, energies built up with gas or burps or hiccups. Um, if you're having gallbladder sensation issues or pancreas or liver issues, please take that as a sign as, yep, your, your body's trying to upgrade, your energetic body's trying to upgrade, but there is some gunk in there. Got to treat your body better get a different diet on the go. Uh, especially when we move into Capricorn season, we are going to be amping things up for our, I'm going to say productivity for our ability to manifest better situations in life. With that hunger, with this uh, change up, there is going to be a brand new thirst that comes over us. Yes, we want thirst of knowledge. Yes, we want thirst of productivity, but our physical bodies are going to need that in the aqua form, if you don't mind. Um, and a lot of this is when Mercury moves into Capricorn energy and finally gets to shut the F up from Sag season for just a little second, uh, we're going to have to really lubricate the mouth, the throat, um, that whole mucosa once again. And because we are in an attitude where we are just, you know, not dealing with bullshit, uh, whatever bullshit comes at us or comes out of us, we're going to have a hard time actually getting out. We will be choking on that. You might find that you're choking on your own spit. So be very, very consciously aware of what those messages are and what your body is trying to tell you. Um, I want you to pay attention to your mental health. Of course, we're moving into Capricorn energy with Mercury, ruler of the mental plane, moving into Capricorn energy, which is a little bit of a negative Nancy, a little bit of a Debbie Downer brings out the serious somber type of perspectives. There might be a little bit of negative talk there again, happening right before the full moon in Gemini, which is a whole lot of energy in the mental plane on that tongue space in our mental narratives. There is going to be a huge release there. We do have to kind of be a little bit of a negative Nancy, a Debbie Downer, sit in the depression, sit in the funk in order for us to get all of that energy out so that we can clean the slate, lessen the load, lighten the vibe and prepare to move into a brand new chapter. Okay, my friends, I think that is all. I think that is all that I am going to speak on this week. I think that is all that I have to share this week. I want to thank you so much for being here, for your love, for your support, for listening to me ramble. I want to thank you so much for, you know, just doing the freaking work. I cannot thank you enough for being awake, for doing the work, for constantly pushing yourself, for constantly wanting to be better, for constantly opening up your mind and your heart to new information, to new details, to new ways of doing things, to new ways of being. That is the name of the game. So I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for sharing your time, your energy, your presence with me, with us here. I want to thank you for showing up for me, but mostly I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. We are just in the very, very beginning stages of December. We have a lot of very positive energy, positive vibes coming to support us this month. And I hope that you stay ahead of the energy game and ride these freaking waves like the professional surfers that we should all be at this point. I hope you have a great week. I'm sending you nothing but love and we'll talk to you soon.